Welcome back to the Nightlife Podcast again from the Wynwood in Miami. Uh, I want to thank, by the way, uh, the people from the Fifth in Miami, uh, Wynwood, where we are today, where you see that nice bar sign in the back. Um, I want to be showing you different pieces of this venue, by the way, in the near future. So, hope you come by uh, very soon. Today we are gonna talk about something that also a lot of people ask about and is where to begin, where to get started. And I'm gonna be answering questions from a new listener actually from uh, Houston, Texas. His name is Jacob Smith. And Jacob wants to get in the, inter in the industry. He actually comes from the real estate industry um, as a real, real estate investor and wants to get into this side of the business. So where to begin? So um, Jacob sent me an email and asked me a few questions. The first part that he talked about was he's getting, he, he's been offered an opportunity to get into the business. The opportunity that, that he's uh, receiving is coming directly from a club owner to work at a club. Okay. So the first thing he tells me is this is the best club in the city. So let me analyze that right away. Saying that uh, a place is the best club in the city, Jacob, um, actually is, is a, you know, perception kind of thing. So what might be the best club for you might not be the best club for somebody else. And I understand that sometimes clubs are, you know, put in, in those kinds of ranks uh, by maybe magazines or websites, etc. But in the end, that's all business. So, you know, some might be measured by what they sell, some by the, you know, it might be, they might be good for some, but not for everybody else. So with that said, um, you, what you got to look at is if the club is good for you and your niche specifically, not just if you enjoy it yourself, but if the people that you're going to cater to are going to enjoy going to this venue and it's going to be easier for you to promote to them. So to the next point, um, you're going to be working directly with the owner. The offer comes directly with the owner and you have two ways to get into this business. One is directly with the owner, which is good, but it's usually a short term kind of relationship the reason is um, club owners are basically looking to have feelers and, and I think you mentioned that the club owner had some kind of goal for you um, which I'll go into later um, but there's a reason for that you know he probably has other people like you that he puts you know and make sure that uh, he can pack the place with having somebody bring a certain amount of people for here for there someone who brings the girls all that kind of stuff but in the end, you want a long-term um, kind of business. You want to start with a main promoter. It's what I recommend. I, I think it's the best option. Um, so it's, if, you're gonna, if you want to work at this venue, it's better if you look for the main promoter. All right, so um, the, the club owner gave you a goal. The goal that he gave you was bring 25 people and you'll be, it'll be a success if you bring 25 people to the club. You say that you want to do this two to three times a week, and you say that you want to sell between three and 10 bottles uh, per weekend. All of these things are doable. And I mean, I was not meaning to plug <laughs> um, this in there and, and the course and all that, but I am actually planning on a webinar that specifies on this kind of target. And actually the target is 30 people um, per party. And that's how you can start developing, you know, um, 
this new endeavor and, and, and creating something new that you start as a sub promoter and grow into becoming your own main promoter and building the business, etc. So the webinar will be coming out soon in the probably next couple of weeks. So watch out for that. Having 25 people, two to three um, times a week, three to 10 bottles, doable. It's all doable, but you gotta be doing everything that needs to be done. You gotta make sure that you're following all the steps. Um, you say the club is known for its parties during the summer, the pool parties. So it's good that you start now and you start building so that the moment that the club is um, is crazy and happening, you've already set you know, your clientele and, and, and it's gonna be a lot easier as you build. All right, so another thing you mentioned in, in your message was that you wanna concentrate, uh, uh, concentrate on online strategies. And that is doable, getting these numbers through online strategies by that, I mean using social media, you know, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, all those things. Um, texting, emailing, you name it. There's a lot of, uh, of ways. But offline promotion is key. It is the most important part, you know, that, that feel, that touch, being able to tell somebody in their face, hey, I want to see you and put a hand on the shoulder and say, I want to see you this weekend. You know, uh, if you meet a girl, you want to invite her over to the club, you, you know, give out a drink, make sure you hand it out. You just don't give a ticket and send her to the bar, that kind of thing. It's, it's always that personal touch is always going to be um, the best way to promote to somebody. So have that in mind and don't keep that out of your, uh, the equation. All right. So you mentioned later that you have another possibility, which is starting smaller and not going as big. As, as this great club and it's starting like in the suburbs of uh, in Houston. You say it's like a 30 minute drive to go to, to the club, the, you know, big club, Klee, by the way, you mentioned in Houston. Um, and where you're at, there's other opportunities of smaller things to do, maybe building like a dinner party, that kind of thing. That is actually a great idea. That is actually a great idea um, because it is better, the way I see it, to start with a smaller club that is gonna appreciate more what you're doing than a huge club. Now, the big club is gonna give you a better name, but remember, if you're thinking of building, start small, then grow big. Um, so yeah, dinner party is a good idea. Now, you have to have one thing into consideration. For example, I'm in Miami. Suburbs here are places like um, Doral. Doral has a couple of clubs. Um, but people that live in Doral don't like to party in Doral. So maybe on a Wednesday night, Thursday night, they'll go out in near their ho home or whatnot. But when the weekend comes, Friday, Saturday, people want to get away. They want to go where it's happening, where everybody else is, where it's hot. So have that in mind when you make the decision. Okay. All right. Now you talk about spending some time with other promoters host main promoters at another party to learn a little about what they do that is good because yes you're going to be learning but just watch out make sure that you're not trying to take anything away from them because this is a business where um, promoters are overprotective of their clientele and that kind of thing so what i do recommend is that those guys that you know that work at a different club you should ask them about working for them at the beginning. Start there, start small, work for them at that other club on the Thursday nights that you mentioned in, in your message. Start, you know, building from there, okay? So let me just straight out go to a quick conclusion of 
the best way to get started, all right? I've mentioned a couple of times that you gotta start slow, okay? I mean small. You start as a sub promoter. You don't start as a main promoter. You start from the bottom of the food chain. Now, bottom of the food chain in this uh, scenario is not that bad because you have the same perks as a main promoter, but just a lot less responsibility. Now, the main promoter is gonna make more money, you know, and, and there's an episode um, that talks about all the deals and the best deals and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to um, starting, you gotta start as a sub promoter. Let the main promoter deal with those issues. They already probably have a longer career and know how to deal with the bigger you know, problems. So start small. Uh, build your own sub promoter team, okay? Don't, don't leave you know, that to the main promoters alone. Build a sub promoter team that yes, they're gonna work for the main promoter for now, but they're under you. So you're gonna get compensated. You gotta make sure you work out that deal, which you know you can see at a, another video. But you, these are your people. Make sure you cater to them. They help you bring more people and you get also compensated for what they're doing, okay? Also, you mentioned working three nights. That is the best way you can, you know, to be able to build up, but you gotta start one night first, then build on to the second, and then go on to the third night, okay? Don't start doing three nights right away. One night first, then another night, and then another night. Start at a small venue, then grow to the big venues. Keep them different. Do not, for any reason, work in the same club three nights a week. Then you become an employee, staff member of that club. That's not what you wanna do. You wanna build a career as a nightlife entrepreneur. So I hope all of this helped you, Jacob, and uh, we'll keep in touch for sure. Guys, remember to follow me at The Nightlife Entrepreneur on Instagram. Remember to get the book, The Nightlife Entrepreneur on Amazon. Go to the website, nightlifepodcast.com. And I hope you guys keep answering questions because we want to keep answering. See you next week.